0: Fifty-plus years of combined produce supply chain, entrepreneurial, and business experience, Craig Slate and Ed Bertod discuss the impacts of fresh produce on their lives and health. This podcast is a casual conversation between two friends just trying to get better. This is the Fresh Cred.
1: thanks, again, to the International Fresh Produce Association, uh, Wholesale Wear, Sunfed, Full Tilt, IFCO. Um, Again, thanks for your support. And I'll kick it over to you, Craig. What do you got? Uh,
0: Well, thank you. What what do I have? I mean, what do I have? So, A, number one, a dear friend of mine. uh, (laughs) I I talk with a lot. But a lot of you that are listening and, and watching this... A dear friend of yours, and we all know her as the queen of consulting <laughs> in the fresh produce space, right? That's uh, absolutely. You know, in fact, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're thinking about getting her a crown. I think that would be appropriate. <laughs> but no, this is this is Miss Julie Krevanic of Krevanic Consulting. She is the founder, uh, VP of Sales, accountant, bottle washer—the full soup to nuts, right? You do it it's, all. Is I, that correct? I'm it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm it. You, yeah. yeah. And I have an assistant, <clears throat> Lori. All right. Who's worked for me all 32 years that I've been in business. Th- 32? Yes. Nice. She takes calming pills.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yes,
1: she's worked for me the whole time. Yeah, that's...
0: Huh? So, you, you know, and, and we've kind of... So, a couple of things, So just so you know. The the, the show, this conversation, this everything. This this is kind of like us, you know, if you can imagine, we're on the phone just yucking it up. I'm good. Right? Yeah, I'm it, good. And... and, and I've warned them, you know, because they they told me when I've had this live idea, every one of them across, like, no, we can't do it live, not with you, they're saying that to me, not with no, no, they said to me, you can't and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, hey man, there's still time to prove that point. Yeah, they they're, they're still holding out hope that I, you know, so, but I've also warned them that you and I together could be super dangerous.
1: Well, I think I look forward to that.
0: Yeah, I, I do do as well. Mason's wanted some controversy, so, you know, we may stir it up. We may give Mason what he's been looking for, <laughs> right?
1: Mason, you want controversy.
0: <laughs> well, you, need, you know, he's... He <laughs> yeah, well, I just
1: spent a little bit of time on the showroom floor talking to your mystery guest. Oh, you did? Uh-huh, you'll get some controversy. Not really.
0: I'm not even sure I know who the mystery guest is. I swear I don't. I t- I told you don't? Him, I told him to pick somebody.
1: Oh, you serious?
0: Yeah. Oh, don't tell us. Yeah, don't tell us. Well, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. Anyways, I, this is great, Mason. Oh, so
1: it's a mystery to you, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys run a tight <laughs> ship. It didn't start out Are you way. serious?
0: No, there's, there's, it was very figurative le, le, at first. Okay, and so now let me it... just
1: tell you, don't quit your day job. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate what you're doing. You don't, do, you don't but think don't this is com- a good uh, idea? Uh, Come on, on, on Julie.
0: Craig. Hey. Uh, uh-uh. You know, there's nothing like setting. It's promising. There's but. nothing like setting sail and not knowing where the sails are at. <laughs> That's the way we do this show every day.
1: And you brought your child. Well, into these
0: it. guys are actually pretty. They're, they're the only savior, right? <laughs> I just get on the boat. Hey, where are we leaving? They're like, what? So, oh my god. So yes, but yes. anyway, uh, so right. so you, uh, queen of consulting here in fresh produce. How in the world? So so did you grow up as a, as a wee child? Uh, there in Chicago, dreaming of being, of being re- dreaming of yeah. a, a consulting job in no, the produce uh, business. No, yeah,
1: no, uh-uh, no. I started. I got recruited out of my undergraduate mm-hmm. to work in the energy industry. Okay. In Denver. So off I went to work for what was then Standard Oil of Indiana.
0: I, I'm familiar with Standard Oil.
1: Which became the Amoco Corporation. Mm-hmm. And so I worked in oil and gas for six years. And then they bought, if you recall, when all of the um, oil and gas companies were trying to be energy conglomerates, and they all, like lemmings, bought mining companies. Mm -hmm. So our company bought a mining company, named it Amoco Minerals, and brought that whole group over to Denver. And then I was promoted and moved into that. So then I stayed in mining for six, seven years, seven, eight years. So I had a whole career before I started in the produce industry. And we were in, um, I was in a high potential program. And what that meant was that they literally moved you from function to function to function. So we were trained, there were six of us, and we were trained as generalists. So, you know, go beyond the sales desk, go, you know, go do this, go do that. And I had a specialty, oddly enough, in um, labor negotiations. Wow. Yeah. Sounds so that like, that
0: sounds like a blast.
1: It, it was horrible. <laughs> it was. Dur- <laughs> it was during the time frame when. Um, so it was called concession bargaining. Okay. Right. And what the deal was, to strip the contract. I'm sure your listeners are. Gri- gripping their hearts <laughs> strip the contracts take the um negotiation and the impasse and then run the st- let them strike and then run the plant so i did that for like 8 years it was it, it was it awful
0: kids this was back before we had all these <laughs> uh <laughs> There's these concerns for everybody. So yes, this, we... we, this, we was had, a, this was another world. This was <laughs> we like,
1: had no concerns for anybody. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, uh, no, no. I mean, it's so un-PC.
0: Julie's no longer like... She's changed. Yes, now, no. I'm a, She loves I'm enlightened. I'm, yeah, yes, I'm...
1: Deep, so. Yes. Just be clear. That'd be clear. But, um, yeah, so I did that. And then they moved me... Since I was a good negotiator, they moved me to the M&A um, committee. So I bought and sold coal mines. That was my specialty, coal mines, with two other people. And then I got tired of that. And um, uh, I went back to school and got my master's like this because I thought I got to get out of here. And I did. Um, they offered me, oh my God, few, they offered me a job to be the general manager of a coal mine in Hazard, Kentucky.
0: <laughs> and where? <laughs> the, the Dukes, the Dukes of Hazard. Hazard,
1: Kentucky. And I said, look, exactly. I said, Facts. And I said, Facts. look at me. I'm cute, I'm young, I'm single. Don't send me to Hazard, Kentucky. That'll be the death of me. My mother will never see me married. I th- so I quit. Anyway, so I quit. And then I, you know, just sort of started my own business. And anybody that's been in a startup, it is a scramble at first. So I scrambled. I worked for um, mostly high-tech media um, leadership strategy, the things that I do now, m a leadership strategy and then uh honestly serendipity did a talk for united mm-hmm. produce their very first leadership class they called me and said we heard that you can speak on you know management leadership all these you know all these different things would you speak to our very first class 26 years ago and i said I mean, I was looking to pay the bills, if you want to know the truth. I said, said, what are you? And they said, we're a trade association. I said, what do you trade? They said, fruits and vegetables, I thought, God, that sounds like it's. There's no money in it. So I'm not getting a check
0: here. That's what I.
1: So I said, "Is that? Is it just you?" They said, "No, our sponsor is Dupont." And I said, "They're good. I'm in."
0: When they said Dupont, I I said,
1: "I'm your girl. I know they'll pay the bills." Uh, So that's how I started in produce. I mean, you talk about falling into a pile of Christmas. I mean, you know, and then it's the love affair of your life. All of us love the the industry so much. So, yeah, so this year's my 32nd, I just passed my 32nd year in business. Congratulations. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah. No, I just love it. I mean, that's the, that's the thing that we all have in common. We, it's a hard industry. There's always something going on. There's headwinds galore. There always are. But there's something inside of us that just loves it. So, I mean, how fortunate, right? How lucky are we to have this
0: you know can't believe it and 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 that's kind of been a running theme from uh we had robert lambert on earlier and Um. we talked about the 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 passion the produce how you get to it lauren you know we we got in that same conversation so that's a running theme across everybody it's like it's you you get in this space and the people um all walks i mean it's uh i it you know, that word family is used a lot, yeah. potentially overused sometimes when you're referring to companies and stuff. But, man, this is – now, it's dysfunctional, just like a regular family. <laughs> don't say that to your people. <laughs> if they're in this business, I'm <laughs> they not telling them tellin anything they don't know. It's just the oh people that aren't God. in it. Oh, today. I know, But I know. But, 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 again, you know, we, we, we have our challenges and our battles, But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a group that comes together and loves to get together and have a good time. And and this
1: is great because we haven't seen each other in a while. So this is is great. I'm impressed beyond it all. With the um, way that the industry handled the pandemic, I mean, we're, we're still digging around with you know certain aspects of it, but I am really impressed. Well,
0: and you and that, that's that's the thing that would be interesting because we, you know, along themes we've talked a little bit about. That's kind of been you know the show, like we said, it really doesn't have that much. Uh, Structure? You have, you have no theme. No theme, really. You're but themeless. We're, we're picking up a theme as we go along. And so the theme we've kind of picked up, which that doesn't yeah, seem that crazy. Is the that, same thing. Mm-hmm. COVID, right? You yeah, know, what's going on? Yeah. But you've got an inside look at the, some of these businesses. And when you say, you know, talk a little bit about that. You know, when you say you're impressed with how this industry handled that.
1: Well, you know, I walk, I work across all globally and across the whole supply chain. Mm-hmm. So I see the challenges of certain sectors, like for example, the wholesale, distri- wholesale distributors, they were very challenged. Sure. But, you know, and the over, overused word pivot, people kept saying, let's try this, let's try this. But let me tell you what I thought was impressive. Um, unbelievable challenges with growing, with the product, with distribution. I mean, it went on and on. Getting the labor force there, Mm -hmm. trying to get people vaccinated, you know, all these things. So the insights that I would share with people, there's a couple of them. Um, The first is don't underestimate the resiliency of our industry. I mean, we are tough birds, tough birds. Um. The thing that I also want to comment on is the speed at which we moved.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we didn't have time to sit and think and sit in a boardroom and make decisions. We just moved and moved and moved. And I think that's a touchstone for you know, some companies that may be stuck in their own sort of analysis. It's mm-hmm. like, just move. You've, d- you've already done it. It's, you're successful. But the things I you know, I'm gonna flip the pancake a little bit and talk about the things that I want people now it's not hindsight exactly, but we're kind of we're definitely pulling out of it. Mm -hmm. The things that I want companies to look back on. The first is if you were screwed up in two thousand nineteen, you're screwed up now. Sorry. Yeah. So if it's a you heck of a
0: pep talk. Well, <laughs> it
1: isn't it <laughs> So people that say it's COVID, no it's not COVID. You're screwed up before COVID. So for a lot of businesses, I think you need to take, you know, some honest do a post mortem. If your finances were a wreck beforehand, if you were over leveraged, guess what? It didn't get any better. If you didn't have enough leadership talent, guess what? It didn't get any better. The, the two areas that I see that I want people to pay... First of all, fix what's... Fix. If you need... If you got something to fix, fix it. The other two areas that I, I keep thinking people need to look at, especially now that we're pulling out, the first is learn if there's something in the fundamentals that aren't working. Mm-hmm. That's an easy fix. Easy to identify. The two places that I think are oftentimes overlooked, the first is the portfolio, customer portfolio. The companies that really hit the skids were people who have been told over and over and over to have a diversified portfolio. It's like a, your stock portfolio. Yeah, you don't have sure. one one type of stock, right? You don't represent mm-hmm. one industry. So the companies that got hit were only, right, here we are in the food service. They were They were restaurants. Yeah. And they got slaughtered. Um, It's hard to balance the portfolio, but take a bit, you know, I'd say take another look at that. And the other that I think is mm, tricky is to look at really the business development aspect of the company. We are a run and gun today. And we've just come out of especially run and gun. Mm-hmm. So it's what's happening to What's happening to And overnight something happened. Oh, my God, we got to fix this. Even at the very top levels, people get immersed in the daily. It's exciting. It's crazy. It grabs you. It's there, right? Your, your money's rotting in front of you. But the, but the new business development and the new channels to look at and having not just one person – to sort of let's hire somebody that knows something about food service. That ain't it. You've got to really take a look at the opportunities, look at what, you, what is special about you, and go into new channels like your pants are on fire. Because everybody else in the sales force is mostly satisfying orders, helping the customer through any complaints that they may have. They're not developing new territory. And that worries me that's the gro- you know that's the growth element and that part of it worries me people are scared to go into something like you know if you've always been in retail well good for you but you know the shoe could be on the other foot next time through mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean i think it it you talked about you know being screwed up going in but i think it really did e- expose a lot of things T- for completely right you, you know i mean even if you weren't screwed up it certainly exposed what some of the issues you might have or what you might be faced with and so Um, yeah, it it, it gave you, I mean, if you really took the time to look at it and, and, and it, it highlighted things, you know, that, that you certainly, and, and, and ideally, I mean, I'll tell you from, you know, from my perspective, trying to use the, you know, the, the tragedy that was COVID and what it, what it meant is try and use that to see, well, what did we learn out of that? What What do we know about the organization? What do we know about how we deal with people and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of things that, that going in. You looked at the world and looked at things in one perspective, oh, and then now, yeah, on the other side. So, so you know, I, I think that's that's one, I guess, benefit of coming through it is, is, like I said, exposed a lot of opportunities that you needed to uh, really take it take advantage of.
1: It is, it is a benefit, and companies, you know, we have to slow down enough to spend, you know, a half a day going back and saying what happened, what did we learn. What weak spots did we find in our organization or our leadership? How can we address those? You don't have to do a big, you know, a two-week postmortem. but Just have that conversation so that you can come out, you know, in a bit different fashion. I mean, there's going to be other challenges. Hopefully not another pandemic. Although people are talking about that. So – you know,
0: Well, I mean, we, we had this conversation earlier today, too, and it's like the last 20, 24 months, holy Toledo. Yeah. You know, the only, and I said this earlier, it's like the only time I can remember, and, of course, I was much younger, but the, the kind of volatility that we're experiencing at the level of volatility, the 70s is the only thing I can compare this to with fuel lines yeah, yeah, and, yep, yep, and yep. crazy yep. inflation and crazy, I mean, everything was off the rails. Panic buying, panic buying. I mean, it just everything, and so that's the only thing I can relate to this uh, this time we're in, so to speak.
1: That has even a closeness. So that yes, yeah, no, no, and the oil crisis. I mean, yeah. everything that uh, inflation, everything that happened. The other thing that you know, I I want people to take, especially senior leaders, to take a look at, is. Um, whether or not they have a vision for the future of their business, because what happens in our industry is that people get so wrought up in today that they don't attend to the destiny of the company. If you're if if a business's fundamentals are strong, you can hit the headwinds are going to come at you. Right. You got to have something inside of you that says you know our fundamentals are good our balance sheet is strong our leadership is strong we have a confidence that we can handle the headwinds and we can in fact almost in our mind, in our imagination leap over that into constantly pressing into the the future that we're building otherwise you get bogged down in the today and you absolutely never get there if you look at um and talk to younger people that come into our industry. What do they want to know when they come into a business? Why, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Where are we what's headed? My, what's what's my purpose? the future? Yeah. What's the purpose of this business? Is it just grind it every day? Grind it. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose them.
0: Well, and you know, and and I know for me, and probably for you in those industries you were in, but I mean, yeah, grind it was the, that was basically it was your job <laughs> there was no there was no purpose there was no cause It'd just be, be thankful you're here and you have a job
1: your purpose is you get a check yeah. every couple of weeks yeah.
0: you know i mean you uh, know, it, cold water you can drink
1: yeah it,
0: <laughs> it's, it's god's honest truth it's, you know and but but the, but the world has changed and you know and and for the better in that respect right oh, you yeah. know uh, uh because i mean you know this in and, and Mason's already we're getting pressed on time it's hard hard to believe oh we got three minutes yeah Uh, but you know you asked me about this my bucket list and stuff but you know even for me you know and for this industry we talked about you know this podcast this as an industry having you the conversation you and I have had you know, we have a message with what we're selling yes. here, you know, to change lives, to change the world, yes. you know, and I've said several times, we're the most efficient calories. We're, we're selling the most efficient human energy yeah. out there, right? Yes. And, but we've got to get past talking to ourselves. Y- yeah. Right? We got to A, be limiting examples. I think that starts with us. If we want to change the world, if we want to change, we got a one you know drink our own Kool-Aid right that we're that we're peddling so true and i guess probably that's probably not a good point drink your own Kool-Aid no, yeah that's, that's not probably not. we have we got to eat our own lettuce we got to eat our own lettuce right and then but we got to push that out we got to be living examples but you know like with this pod and everything like that it's, it's, so for me it's my what i what i hope to do right is is somehow get this thing pushed out to one people in this business that are not able to come to this stuff right and experience Julie Kravinek, as so many of us have got to, as I went through the leadership program, but experience you, understand, hear you speak a little bit, but then pass that, the other folks, and then talk about, man, one, we're in a great industry, so come join us, it's a great place to build a career, yes. uh, and then also, it's, by a the thing. Way, it's a thing, it's a thing, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing, in which people don't know, yeah. a lot of my son's friends that are, it's like,
1: What is this? Produce.
0: I mean, I think I've got uh, a couple of kids that I've been able to recruit out of college into this business. Didn't even know we existed. But it's a thing. But then, for crying out loud, you literally can change your life, reduce your medical bills. You can do so much just by getting more of this that we sell. Well, that's
1: one of the things that COVID showed us. Yeah. Was the, uh, the health or lack thereof. Yeah. And the impact when something challenging health-wise comes to you. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I love is that the um, educator, the nutritionists in the K-12 system okay. are here. Uh-huh. You know, that serves two purposes, maybe more than that. One is get these kids eating produce early enough, right, that they're, they understand it, used to it. And the other is it's another market channel it's a whole market channel that we're not tapping K through 12 and then college. So, you know, the more that we can not just sell into those channels, but educate mm-hmm. and inspire sure. and healthy, you know, healthy living. I mean, that's it's beautiful.
0: It is. And uh, the time is beautiful with you. Yes. It's short though. Like all wonderful things. That's <laughs> <so> by. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for sure.
1: I, this is fun.
0: Yeah, and well, we're not, gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a follow. It's up. not gonna I, be your last. <laughs> <laughs> we got a list. Well, we have a big I think list. We're be booked till Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No, Julie. Uh, like I say, you've been you've been a big big part of my career. Like I say met you in '99 through the leadership program. I, I'm mm-hmm. thankful for United in my career, bar none. Best best thing that I ever participated in. In terms of really the people I've met, the, the expansion. Um, But, yeah, no, you've been a big part from that day and through over the several years. I thank you very much. Thanks for taking this time. I know you're you're not always just like jumping at the opportunity to to get behind a mic and jump (laughs) on these shows. So I really do appreciate it for sure.
1: Anytime. Anytime.